Merchant Brain. What's up, everybody? Mike Matarazzo here. Uh, this is Kitchen Brain Podcast, and this is a micro episode that we're going to discuss one of the questions that I've posted in the Chefs for Change Facebook group. Um, I think it's important that you know we we post questions on there. We post some answers, some reasoning, uh, but you know just a collection of questions, a collection of problems doesn't necessarily equate to change, right? So uh, we need to take these things to the next level, I think. And I want to take some opportunities to give a little bit more of my perspective on some of the questions that I ask, since I don't often do that in the group. Um, you know, one of the questions that I asked fairly recently was you always say that you want balance. Uh, I'm sorry, you always say that you want to balance work and life. But have you ever actually defined life? And, you know, like, like most of the questions on here, we get, you know, a lot of good perspective from different people. Um, and I, I ask a lot of questions in the group about balance. And self-care, self-awareness, um, because I, I think it's important. I think it's one of our broader and more mysterious sort of challenges that we have. So, you know, I, I ask a lot of questions about it because it's important to me, and I, I don't think that we can talk too much about it. So, um, you know, part of the reason that I think people um, you know, we're talking about chefs because that's what we are in this group. But, uh, you know, we have trouble with defining balance. And, and somebody, um, somebody actually, it was uh, Wilfred Berrio, who's a, a great, great contributor to, to the Chefs for Change group. Um, you know, he, he pointed out that, you know, maybe we need to define balance. And I think that is uh, spot on. Um, we do. And I, I don't think we take the time to define it. And, and the very root of the question, um, you know, have you ever actually defined life? Uh, and I, and I don't think people do. I think it's, it's abstract, uh, and, and we don't really stop to define these things. So we often talk about work life balance, right? Somebody else responded here, uh, and said life is any pursuit you have that is not attached to your job, work, or your career, right? So it's another way to separate work from life. And I think this is kind of um, the root of some of our issues and confusion here. People talk about work-life balance. They use the, the term work-to-life balance. And I really dislike this term, okay? I think we seriously need to rebrand the term work-to-life balance, because in that context, anything that precedes life in that context, in this case work, is viewed as a negative, okay? It's the enemy of life in that equation. And he here's what I, I mean by that. Work is a part of life. 
right? It's something that you need to do in your life. Okay. So we need to stop alienating work from life and start balancing it with the rest of our life essentials. And those life essentials are different for everybody, right? Uh, most of us have to work. So that's generally on everybody's list, but there are other things. There are other things that make up life. And we don't choose to put those things in the context of to life, right? Think of all the things in life. You have your work life. You have your married life, your sex life, your social life, your financial life. You have your, your health, whether it be mental health, physical health, well-being, uh, you know, maybe community service or spirituality is important to you. You can add that to your list. Um, you know, there are all of these things that make up life. But those things don't make it into the same equation as work. Um, you know, imagine if you came home and you looked at your spouse and you said, you know, I really think I need to find a better marriage to life balance. How, how do you think that conversation would go? Um, I, I know I know it wouldn't wouldn't go well. Uh, I could tell you that. So, you know, that's what I mean when we say it, it alienates it. Right. So it's just life balance, isn't it? Shouldn't it just be life balance with work being a part of that equation? Right. Um, you know, what I, what I feel is, is pretty effective is actually making a list. You know, I talk uh, quite a bit about writing down what you want your life to look like, right. And, and getting things on paper is huge. You know, uh, balance is probably the most common topic that um clients in in my coaching practice bring up uh because it's it's tough i work primarily with chefs and that's that's the big buzzword right balance so you know one thing that i always suggest is you know well first you have to ask yourself what you want right what is it that you want to be a part of your life and i use something uh and you can google it uh, it's, it's not something that I invented, but a tool that I use is it's called the balance wheel of life. And it's basically a, a big pie. It's a big circle. And there are sections cut out. And each section is a different aspect of what's important to you, what, what you want to be present in your life. And you basically rate everything from zero to 10, the center of the circle being zero, the outside perimeter being 10. And you put a little arc inside each section at the level uh, where you find that you put the, the emphasis on that item. So it's not, you know, how important you feel it is. It's how much emphasis, how much focus, how much effort you actually put into that aspect of your life. And work is one of those sections, right? So, you know, work might be a nine, social life might be a three, uh, you know, your, your, your relationship or your marriage might be, you know, a four or a five, uh, you know, hobbies and interests might be a section that might be like an eight. So you make all these little arcs and then you try to connect them into a circle uh, or a wheel, as the case may be. And you ask yourself when you look at it, if this wheel was on my car, how smooth would my ride be? Right. Um so it's, it's a good tool to use just to kind of see where you're at. Um, you know, there's another comment on that question that says, yes, it's the time talking about life. 
It's the time you spend with your real family doing things not related to work life. Again, it, it kind of splits our world up uh, in, in, I believe, an unhealthy way. So, you know, I wish people would stop saying work to life balance, warm up to the fact that work is part of your life and try to figure out ways to lower work down from a nine to an eight or a seven um, and, you know, mental health or your social life or well-being or whatever up from a three to a four or a five and try to bring them closer together. Right. That's what balance is. I think people dismiss balance in our profession because we tend to think in extremes. Right. So when when we say the word balance, uh, everybody starts to picture, you know, Monday through Friday, weekends off, holidays off, nights off, um, you know, 40 hours a week. And then you think about that and you realize how ridiculous and impractical that is for a chef and you dismiss it and you just say, well, this is what we signed up for. Uh, there is no balance, right? It becomes a unicorn. But that's n- it doesn't have to be that extreme. Take small bites, right? The road to lasting change is it should be a marathon, right? Not a sprint. It should be a gradual, ongoing thing that you're constantly working on. You don't graduate from culinary school and then decide, I don't have to learn anything more about cooking, right? You keep that education going. You want to learn more. You buy books. You, you, you research things on the internet. You, you work with other chefs. You pick each other's brains. You do that to make yourself better as a chef, right, at work. What do you do to enhance all of the other aspects of that wheel? What do you do to be a better father, a better husband or wife, a better mother, a better, uh, you know, significant other or partner? What do you do to be, um, you know, I don't know, better at just taking care of yourself, right? Do you read books on that? Do you study that? Do you look for more education? Do you go to support groups? Do you talk to a therapist? Do you go to the gym? Do you research exercise programs? Do you, um, you know, look into a new hobby? Do you, you know, what do you do to, to make that better. And, and, you know, another thing about balance that I hear people say that bothers me a little bit is, uh, you know, for, for chefs, for, for leaders, for managers, executive chefs, sous chefs, it's easier to be able to incorporate balance, right? A lot of the, the people that, that comment on balance, um, you know, that say, uh, how they have found balance and, and, and everything's beautiful. A lot of them are older, uh, higher up in the ranks or retired. Right. And that's cool. And I'm super happy for everybody who has gotten to that point, uh, in their career and their life to be able to realize that. But it also, uh, there are people who set a tone that, you know, keep working hard, uh, balance may not be possible when you're a younger cook, but it will come later on after you put the time in. Well, that, that doesn't make sense to me. That's saying, uh, do it this way, program your brain to work this way, to be this way, to live this way for most of your career. And then one day you're just going to be able to flip a switch and enjoy everything. And we know that's not true, right? You can't just flip a switch. Uh, a, a lot of us are broken by that point. 
right? So probably not the healthiest approach. So yeah, it's true. It's more difficult for uh, a line cook or a line level employee who is at the mercy of the schedule to find opportunities for balance. But it's also our responsibility as leaders to try to figure out unique, new, out-of-the-box ways to provide a little bit more of it. And by us saying, put your, put your time in, pay your dues, and one day you'll be able to have it, it doesn't help the cause. We continue to breed people and minds that will eventually just have the same struggles that we had trying to find it, right? So we know what it feels like. We wish we had it when we were younger. Uh, and and it's, it's possible, you know, it is possible. Uh, it's not possible if we don't think it's possible, right? Um, and, and it's fresh in my mind, so I'm going to say it because everybody is full of limiting beliefs. Uh, we all have limiting beliefs. And everybody has reasons, everybody has obstacles, everybody has justification that they throw up in front of goals, right? And one thing I posted today, and I'm going to end with this, uh, is this. For almost every obstacle that people throw down in front of our desired destination, the little voice inside my head says, burn it down. You throw it up. Got it. Noted. Now burn it down. That's the kind of extreme thinking that I believe it takes to affect change in some of our challenges. Right? Yes, I got it. I hear you. I know you've been doing this for a while. I know what you've seen. I respect what you've seen and what you know. I understand what the challenges are that lie in front of us. The question is, what do we do? to burn it down and start over. If we can't change the model, throw the model in the trash. Build a new model. Can we do it in a week? No. But we can't do it ever if we don't believe that we can start over. And that's that's how I feel about obstacles. So um, that's my two cents on the balance thing. I'm sure I will have plenty more to say on the topic of balance as time goes on. Uh, for all of you that are on the Chefs for Change group or in the Chefs for Change group, thank you so much. We're, we're well over a thousand members now. Um, I, I thank you all that have invited people to the group. Uh, please keep the dialogue going. It's extremely valuable for, for what we're trying to do here. Uh, invite, more, invite more people. Uh, keep contributing, keep asking questions, keep answering questions. And uh, it's, it's, it's really exciting for me to do. So thank you all. Uh, anybody listening on Kitchen Brain Podcast right now, please be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Um, and if you haven't heard of the Chefs for Change group, go to Facebook, join Chefs for Change. Uh, it's not just a mindless uh, social media uh, time suck. It is actually a useful platform uh, where we can have useful conversations that are productive and, uh, you know, will help the industry down the line. So thank you all for listening or watching. See you all soon. Stay well.
Kitchen Brain. Kitchen Brain.